Welcome to Keeping It Low Key, where we uh, hit all the high notes with your uh, favorite music artists. My name is Gabriel. I'm Brandon. And uh, today we're joined by uh, none other than High Sun. What's up? Hello. What's up, guys? <laughs> Not much. Hi. So, um, uh, how was your day? <laughs> Good. Um, I slept in until like 2 p.m. Uh staying up late playing video games and making music so yeah it's been uh pretty productive i guess <laughs> solid <laughs> so uh, i think what me and brandon are most interested in is uh definitely like uh, your career and like your inspiration so far like when it comes to music you know what inspires you so i'm uh, like i know i know brandon definitely has some questions for you mm-hmm. yeah yes cool cool so yeah yeah so i've been listening to you since um 2017 my freshman year mm-hmm. uh, which I, that also happens to be my favorite song <laughs> you made freshman year that's yeah. like in my top 10 songs of all time <laughs> but uh so i've really heard you evolve as an artist and you work in a lot of different genres mm-hmm. uh so I was just, which one's your favorite one to work with like um i feel like it's either like Sometimes I feel like it's really easy to do dream pop. I usually like that kind of vibe, but like it's kind of getting like boring for me. So that's why like I think what I'm working on right now is really fun to like work on. It's a uh, like kind of like kind of like '90s vibe, uh, like dance. So that's what's gonna Ooh. like come up soon, like uh, for the next release. So yeah, it's kind of yeah, like uh, nice. yeah, it's like you know like those an- like old anime soundtracks. <laughs> it'd be like that kind of like oh that, my god yeah. yeah like the opening for those so yeah oh that sounds amazing <laughs> that sounds really good yeah so like um uh, what what kind of I, I guess what kind of like made you want to like shift to that kind of like style of music um i felt like i was known for a certain sound for a while and i kind of got bored of it and seeing all these like bands like come out and like do the same sound I was like I kind of want to try and experiment with something I tried like doing rap for a moment like emo rap and then I tried doing like um just like 90s grunge kind of vibe and then now I'm just trying to experiment with what I like feel comfortable with or like I sometimes like use it to like listen to myself like I like listen to my own music I'm not gonna lie So like I make it for myself mostly but also for like um it's like uh my dad was also like a huge factor into it so i kind of want to show him like hey i can do this (laughs) so yeah oh that's really that's that's like super dope do you Mm -hmm. um uh, do you have like a when was like the point in your uh albums or like e like lps and eps that you started seeing growth in your listeners i think when like the big like gap that showed like oh my god like and getting people to listen to this is like when the hopeless romantic ep came out yeah yeah uh, i actually have that right here on vinyl <laughs> yeah. uh, i grabbed all the records i have it right here <laughs> man I, I know you brandon you're like a huge supporter of mine so 
I know I got the shirt you on right it. now. I, I know. Got, I got the um, signed Our Perception limited to 15 <laughs> copies, and mm-hmm. then I've got top 10 albums all the time right here. Misconnections, hey, all my go. so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're and we're super big. We're super big music nerds, so it's just it's pretty cool to have like you know somebody like at your at your level like agreeing to this mm-hmm. you know so um, um and oh yeah go ahead Brendan. yeah all right um so i just uh when you first made the genre switch to like more emo rap it stuff uh my music taste hadn't really evolved that much so i was like bro what is this <laughs> yeah. what are you doing dude <laughs> and then i i uh I just started getting into it like more recently and I was like, Oh, this is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my favorite song right now, I've listened to it like 15 times this week already. Uh, your song is cold heart. It's not too late. Yeah. 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 <laughs> how was that? How was, uh, how did that even come about? Cause like, I didn't expect that at all. Cause I started listening to like peep and goth Lick Lick and all that. And then I was just scrolling through your singles one day and I saw cold heart. Uh, I saw a single, you had a single with him and I was like, yeah. Oh my God, what? I remember yeah. that happening. So, uh, it all started like when he released like his like one of his 2016 tapes and I released it on uh, cassette like I re-released it on cassette and he was like like fucking with what I was trying to go for and um sorry I cussed but <laughs> you're all good <laughs> you're all good <laughs> no but yeah he he was like he really appreciated like I was trying to like release t- like tapes for like underground artists usually in the, the rap scene out in LA and so I, I started releasing his tapes like more and more they started selling out and then I was like hey I'm making a new project like it's like an emo rap project and would you like to be a part of it and he's like sure man so he usually I found out he usually charges like like a thousand dollars for like a track and I only had to pay him like a hundred and because like I guess we have some sort of connection and then I also like did one of his uh seven inches on record i released it on vinyl so yeah it's just like chill that whole album um tear pop it's is it tear pop or tear pop uh tear pop tear pop tear pop all right tear pop so good um (laughs) romeo and juliet is probably my favorite song off there uh i was really surprised because i don't really hear you cuss that much in your music and yeah. you dropped the F-bomb. You dropped the F-bomb on that song. Yeah. And I was just like, I was taking it back a little bit at first. Cause I was like, oh, did he just, I was like, I'm, I'm messing with it real hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess it kind of came with the flow of like the, what I was, I, I wrote it because I was like angry at the time. So it kind of just came with yeah. also the style of the genre. So, <laughs> so uh, I, I think one of the one of the big questions I have for you. So, like, you, I know this that you've said in an interview before. I forget which article it was from, but they listed that anime was one of your top influences. So, like, yeah. how how does anime influence you specifically? Like, what uh, is it about that aesthetic that really gets to you? So I don't really like like I don't like uh, dramas usually. Like, if I watch on Netflix or something, I think it's kind of played out. Unless if it's like I don't know, American drama is kind of like lacking like with emotion for me so what I like I like foreign dramas more so I think anime also is an extremity of like 
like every emotion you can think of put into like cartoon and I don't I think seeing it like a cartoon image more than a person like is also a little bit of like I'm not too sad over it but I'm also like struck with like a huge emotional like entrapment so I was like okay I mess with this (laughs) (laughs) um I don't know like a lot of the romance like animes that I watch is super like I like I feel like connected to it because some of it like I I live through but just like more like low-key versions of it of course (laughs) because there's more tragedies but um I don't know if I watch anime it's usually like romance I don't really watch any other ones because I'm not too keen on like action or like fantasy Okay, so, like, what specific animes, for an example, would you be drawn to? Uh, like, there's this anime by, like, called Canon that mm-hmm. I really like. It's, like, early, like 2006 anime. Um, it's a, it's a harem, but it's, like, not an, any other, like, harem. It's more, like, this uh, boy is, like, involved with all these girls, and he's trying, he doesn't, like, remember his memories but he finds like about about his past with all these different girls and but like each girl like has a, her own tragedy too so yeah i think that's like one of my favorites mhm mhm yeah i can definitely relate when it comes to the like kind of viewing yourself almost in your own like a uh, kind of like in your own like movie like you're living through kind of like what definitely yeah, yeah, speaks yeah. to you the most yeah yep I, I i mean i definitely see that through like i remember uh me and me and brandon have always been fans of a uh, weezer mm-hmm. and uh listening to the pinkerton album if you i don't know do you follow weezer that much uh i don't follow them that much but i know of like their songs i know the pinkerton album i heard it like at least once yeah, yeah the pinkerton album was like a super personal album i can at least speak for myself on that and i bet it was probably like spoke to Brandon yeah, a little bit too but like I could see myself like walking down the hallways at school and then like I was like oh my god this song is <laughs> this, this song is me and it's like hilarious because like I was totally not in a situation where I had a lover like across the sea <laughs> but I was like this is me <laughs> I was like yeah so uh you're based out of San Francisco correct dang I've here yeah I lived here my whole life mm-hmm. has this a uh, pandemic affected your work at all yeah um i mean like if for my music no i think it's good for my music but um it made me super lazy (laughs) yeah like yeah i get that i've been uh playing a lot of video games i like spend like at least 10 hours for like playing counter-strike so Mm -hmm. yeah and then i just go to school still um online classes kind of suck though because it's just I like in person more. Mm-hmm. And, Same. And the tuition is like crazy for like, ha- like just an online class. They didn't like change anything about it. And mm-hmm. I stopped uh, working like part time at a like I used to like do be a barista for like three years. So. Oh, I'm a I work at a coffee shop currently. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So I'm a like. When it comes to, like, uh, has your music been, like, a source of, like, money for you? Yeah, I think I think I would say it's a 
partially big source so like all the money i get so mm-hmm. it is uh I, I think that's one of the main things me and brandon are like pretty like uh we're, we're pretty curious about like the the kind of money that uh like you get from like spotify streams definitely mm-hmm. is that like would you say that's like minimal or is that like a pretty large gain uh it's a pretty large gain from like most of my income from my music mm-hmm. i used to sell a lot of merchandise but then i don't have much anymore so i rely on like my streams and also like i can't keep up with much when i like when i drop merch so i been having like other people do it and i'm trying to have somebody like ship it from their place or like a like a company so i don't have to go out and do it myself mm-hmm. um but yeah i think i think i'm living comfortably with like my spotify stuff and but it's definitely not something like um i can like live on my own i live with my parents still because um i go to school so i have to pay for that too and then just right yeah I yeah think, you're yeah you're in college correct yeah i'm a, a sophomore like i took right. a break that's why so oh okay um has your uh like the has your uh, spotify streams like helped supplement your tuition at all yeah i think i think it's a good amount um there's i kind of keep like a steady flow of how much i make but right. yeah that's pretty cool that's pretty cool uh i think this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but, like, I think it's so crazy. Like, I'm 18, almost 19. Gabe's 18. You're 20. You're not that much older than us, and you've just done so much. And it's just – it's so <laughs> amazing, honestly. Like, it's incredible. Thank you. Yeah. And you've been making no, you've been music on, since you were 14, correct? Yep. I remember um, I listened to that tape. Like right after, like your first tape, I listened to it like once through. So it's been like it's been a while because this is like when I first discovered you. Mm-hmm. But it just sounds so much different from the rest of your work. Like it's it's still crazy just to think of like how many sounds you've gone through yeah. as an artist. You're so versatile. It's so amazing. <laughs> I mean, before I wanted to be like fiddler and waves, so that's what like my inspiration. Yeah, I read that. I read that in an interview. Um, another thing I read in an interview, you said. Uh, you brought up the name Soy Boy. I know Gabe was curious about this. There's a Soy Boy yeah. on Spotify, and we were wondering if that was you. No, no. So I had, like, a few tracks on SoundCloud under this, like, Soy Boy name, and I deleted them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and then I I was like, maybe I should just release it under High Sun. So I just, like, deleted those tracks, made tracks that were similar to that, and then released under High Sun. That's what, like, came up with, like, the emo chop stuff, so... So hilariously, when I I searched up Soy Boy on uh, Apple Music, and mm-hmm. I assumed that the album I found was you because one of the tracks was literally called I Watch Anime. Or, <laughs> I love anime. And I was like, oh, this must be, <laughs> this must yeah, be. Yeah, no, I don't know who that is, but that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, You're a, oh. oh, go on, Brennan. All right. Sorry. Um. Your producer tag, I think it's your producer tag. It's on Romeo and Juliet and it's on Thoughts in 93 Accord. Is that your producer tag? Oh, um, it's my friend Bling Blau's producer tag. Shout yeah, out he, to Bling Blau. That's a dope producer yeah, tag. I love it. Yeah, yeah. He um he worked on like most of the album. There's some tracks I produced myself, but um for that album specifically, I wanted him to like get his name out there with those tracks. So this was like the first album that I had somebody work on like 
the like full production side of it without me adding any gu- guitars or like bass or synth or something. Hmm. Uh, and then you do a lot of collaborations. My two favorite are, I already mentioned it, the uh, Cold Heart one. And then I've mentioned it to you before, the one with the hidden shelf raindrops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. What's, <laughs> uh, what's your favorite collaboration you've done? Um, I think. I know it's hard to pick favorites though. So. I think, I think um, it would probably be um, the Minji Kong one or the hidden shelf one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that so I, I mean, I, I like Cold Heart a lot and I like this song, but I think the one that came with like the most emotion was the uh, Raindrop one. So, what is it like? Uh, what is it like working with other artists? And, um, usually I just work on my piece and then I send it to them and they say, Oh, I, I like it. I'm going to put my uh, piece on there. Like, I usually give them a couple bars to work with. So, I mean, it's, pretty cool it's nice to see the how it sounds all together mm-hmm. yeah uh you oh go on go ahead go ahead i've never heard you like four times go ahead okay uh so like w- walk me through like your like uh like production process what's your like how do you go about making a track um so when i work on my my myself by myself i usually just do like work with the melody of my guitar loop that and then work on another melody like working with like as a like a um, lead guitar and then um, I add like like a drum machine to it and then I delete those like guitar tracks and then play a full run I don't know why I do that but I do a full run <laughs> and then I I'll start writing lyrics towards like the like humming towards the melody of the guitar and then add a third like use it for bass and then sing over it that's kind of it and if I'm working with somebody else I have them um I used to do it where like I do all those steps but remove the drum machine but now I have somebody send me like um like a backing track and then I add my guitars and sing over it and anything I want to add in it okay yeah so what what programs do you use like most often for this I I only use Ableton so yeah yeah all righty that's pretty cool uh i know that you've been on a few labels you were on punk slime when i started listening to you Mm -hmm. and then you were on spirit goth i think yeah yeah and i'm pretty sure you're independent right now right you're not on a label right now yeah yeah that's correct yeah um and then another let's see what's one of the other questions i had here Now, I know you have a lot of different sounds, but which, so far, which project do you think you would consider the definitive high sun piece for someone to go listen to? Like, you're the first, like, the first thing to listen to before they dive into the discography. Um, I think, I think they should listen to Hopeless Romantic because, like, even though it's, like, my studio, like, only studio uh, release besides, um, connections i think it's pretty good to like tease their way into the to my music because it's like more like a cushion to keep them like listening because my other music could be like more harsher more raw so it's kind of like a gateway okay yeah i always i always recommend misconnections whenever mm-hmm. uh because i know gabe has listened to you in the past but he's not as heavy like i've listened to i think i've listened to every project all the way through except for 
I haven't listened to Coffin Eyes all the way through yet. I've made it halfway through that one. Mm-hmm. It's the only one I haven't made it all the way through. Um, but I always recommend Misconnections just because that album means so much to me. And I remember when it dropped and I was so excited. Yeah. So good. It was, we, like, uh, for Hopeless Romantic, we worked on it for, like, two days in the studio. And then when we did Misconnections, we had, like, all these songs to do in, like, two and a half days. And I was like, oh, my God. So we kind of, like, ran through it all. And then then with the live, it was with my live band we recorded with. And we actually got into an argument, like, all the time (laughs) after every song. Because our bassist at the time was arguing with, like, my uh, rhythm guitarist live so I was like okay this is crazy (laughs) (laughs) so um those live shows like I I saw that on your Instagram page when we were doing research Mm -hmm. so like um what like how many shows have you done uh I've done a lot I think I've done like 30 to 40 maybe I think yeah I don't I've I went to SoCal like twice too, so I can't keep track of everything. But you can see on like my song kick, plus there's stuff that's like not on there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like more like house shows and everything. Right. Have you opened for anybody? Yeah, I've I've opened for like Daywave in like San Francisco. Okay. Um, ne like Neon Indian. Um, Indian. Yeah, R- Rostem, who's like, you know, Vampire Week from Vampire Weekend. Oh, oh awesome. okay. I've actually heard of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. But yeah, um, would you say that like uh, you get like pretty big hauls at these shows? Yeah, I think at the the day wave show, there's like it was completely packed because it was like a whole like big odd like real like it was like a real venue like hall like huge. It's like one of the biggest in the city. I was like, okay, this is crazy because day wave, of course, like he's really popular. Mm-hmm. Um you get to hear him at target so like okay that's cool yeah it was like hmm? oh go on sorry i was like it was just like a last minute show too because like they needed an opener so i was like okay yeah so we like opened them after another band opened for them Mm -hmm. so yeah so what's it like what's it like to play live how does that feel oh it's fun people ask me if i get nervous i usually don't for some reason because like uh like so i get really scared to present at school but i don't get scared to like play my music live like even if there's like more people there it's just because i feel more confident about it i guess so i think it's just it's a blast when i play um i i miss it i was gonna play at like stanford but then covid hit so yeah i think yeah so uh have you ever had like i know this is like probably an awkward question have you ever bombed a show before like like what do you mean like have you ever like a like has just a show never gone right um yeah i think i think um it was not really a show it was like a low-key um to like get together it was like me and my drummer we went to, we played a you know so far session it's like they do like like stripped back versions of like songs okay. so like, oh right kind of like a uh, audio tree yeah so they they did we did that like in like a random like apartment location like in the lounge area mm-hmm. and it was like um there's some other artists there that i forgot but we like there's three acts and i had my drummer play guitar and then i played guitar and i sang and we had like a a drum track in the background and 
the one of the people there were like or like one of the, the management there was like getting mad because like our guitars were like too loud and <laughs> like our drum machine was too loud and while everybody was playing acoustic I said well this is how my music is and then she's like in the after one of my songs she's like can you lower it down I'm like what the heck and then <laughs> my 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 drummer was scared playing guitar so he like messed up on a few parts and it was it was, was untuned for a second and it was just really awkward and then I could tell like the audience were like all like mid-30s too mm-hmm. kind of awkward for them I don't would, know why right would you say so kind of following up on that then like would you say that your music probably like appeals to like a certain age uh I mean I see my Spotify like audience it's more like 16 to like 21 okay um but I see a lot of like older people as to it it's just like those group of people there were like a bunch of like techies that like listen to like more pop uh, yeah. and everything or like folk so when they listen to my stuff and hear like a, a little kid like screaming <laughs> like live and like getting pumped they're like this is too much for me <laughs> yeah so i've always felt like i'm sorry i'm just gonna this is a quick sentence uh i've always thought your music sounds like a coming of age movie just to me like i always <laughs> Uh, freshman year specifically just like that song like I don't know I, I've always come back to that song it's in like almost all my playlists like on Spotify yeah, yeah I like I, I feel like somebody somebody told me and I also agree with it it's like it would be like the perks of being a wallflower I was just, yes. about, to say <laughs> just about to say that but yeah yeah I can see that yeah it's definitely like it you have like that indie film vibe yeah yeah I, I think I think it suits you it definitely has proven to suit you pretty well yeah yeah I, i've actually had, like there's this indie film that hit me up called like like the name of the film was elvis and they asked me to use my music and like i was like sure and then they paid me i'm like surprised they paid me a lot i'm like okay i i, I, I thank you i guess like that's awesome <laughs> yeah what song was it i think it was um off of teardrop party it was like i think something boy or like boy so mm-hmm. oh, uh, we yeah, was that movie like a? Was it like an Amazon movie? Was it like Spotify uh, or not Spotify? Netflix? I don't know. Like it, they they released it, but I don't know where. I think it was just like a Vimeo thing. Oh, you know? interesting. Oh, they, yeah. Yeah, but they they got like won some award for it, but it was a really small one in their area. That's pretty cool though. Yeah. Yeah. So like, how does it feel having your your work kind of like featured in that? Oh, honored. I mean, I have people like ask me to use it on the like use songs on the YouTube, which I like. I, whenever I like hear a song on a YouTube channel, it's cool. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I remember hearing one of the, like the the models from like Urban Outfitters use it like their vlogs. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. I like I like when people use my music. I, I feel very lucky. I like nice. that. Yeah. Um. Speaking of indie, Mom Jeans. Uh, you introduced <laughs> me to Mom Jeans. Actually, you posted them on your story back mm-hmm. in like 2018 when Puppy Love dropped. Yeah. Um, and I just want to talk about that a little bit because I love Mom Jeans a lot. And I know you have Mom Jeans a lot. You actually have a song named after them off for reference. I think it's just yeah. four days listening to Mom Jeans. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's your Mom Jeans song? Probably Death Cup. Uh, it's just like Death Cup. the line hits you, man. Like whenever. <laughs> yeah oh my god 
Um, I think Vape Nation is my favorite. Vape Nation or yeah, uh, Part that's Two. Good. No, yeah, yeah, no, it's good. I actually have a funny story with like the whole Mom Jeans group. So um, I went to like I, when I was on my small tour in LA, I played at like the Garden Grove and like at this auditorium, and like before a show we were just chilling and we we're walking to the the concert hall and um the mom jeans was there i was like what the heck and they're like in their van <laughs> driving like across the street and for some reason i just crossed the sh- like the street when they were driving and i almost got hit by them and i was like i looked at them and i was like oh my god it's mom jeans and i waved <laughs> i waved at them and then like um later like after my show mom jesus was playing next door so i just hopped on over like the auditorium and got in for free and i got to watch them live which was cool uh gabe and i saw destroy boys swimmers and beach goons live last year and Mm. we were at the merch stand and i was buying merch and i was like hey uh how much for this t-shirt and they're like 40 bucks and i was like yo dude that's that's too much i'm gonna pass just give me the record because I, I collect records uh-huh. and so and so then we're in the crowd after uh, destroy boys gets off and then the beach goons comes on and i'm like oh that guy looks familiar and i was like it's because he was selling me the merch i told the lead guy in beach goons to his face that his merch <laughs> was too much money and I was so embarrassed. I was like, "Oh, I feel so bad." Yeah, he. Oh, man. Yeah, he's the one that uh, also uh, sold us our tickets. Um, I think what surprised me the most was uh, after Destroy Boys got done with their set, um, I, I we were in the mosh pit, and then just I, I think it, I think it was the bassist, but it she, was it was their old bassist. Uh, yeah, she, and she was just standing. The and I was like, whoa! I was like, apparently, like they just hopped into the mosh pit, like right after. Their yeah, yeah. Uh, most bands, like my band, like whenever we finish a set, we watch like the next band, and we just like mosh, and everybody's like, "What the heck?" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, like, they're like they like act like I mean, so I know some bands just hang out in like the the like green room and just chill, but I like we like going to see a concert, you know, like we have fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it's super cool we're actually um uh, we don't know this for sure but we're actually in touch with destroy boys right now so like hopefully do an interview with them that'll be cool i would like yeah I'd like that'd to be see cool that. yeah i'm i'm excited for it um well i don't know if i should say this but like th- this one's the one i'm most excited for because like you're one of my favorite artists of all time mm-hmm. so just <laughs> It was just crazy. I remember the first time, like, I DM'd you. I don't even remember what it was about. But, like, I DM'd you, and you responded, and my heart just dropped. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, this is so crazy. Yeah, I, think, I, think both, I think both me and Brandon got excited because, like, you know, as, especially since you guys are, like, music artists, it's kind of, like, inspiring, I think, to me and Brandon because, like, we're trying to build our own audience Mm-hmm. And just to have like other people who have an audience like accept, you know, something like this, yeah. it's like it's it's super cool. And it's just like, yeah, I don't know. It's it's just like it's just like different art form, but same mentality. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, just, I feel like some people think like some artists like are artists like that are have a certain audience. They they don't have hearts or something that they won't <laughs> respond or that they won't like. I mean, I'm not, uh, to be honest, I'm not really doing anything. I'm just 
chilling. I appreciate whenever somebody sends me something, I try to respond. So mm-hmm. it's I would gladly be part of this. And I was just like, this is a cool opportunity. So yeah, no, it's a cool opportunity for us. We am a. I'm not gonna mention his name because I don't. I'm not gonna call him out. But like, I mean, it's definitely not like there isn't artists though that have like ghosted on us before, and it's like it's understandable. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, I've been ghosted like from other artists, so it's like. I get that, like, a one-word experience mm-hmm. can, like, push you away or think, like, hey, it's, like, this next application's gonna happen, but. Right, I mean, yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, you guys just kind of got to push through it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, uh, we, I, I think me and Brandon for a second, like, kind of stopped, because, like, not, not, like, stopped as in, like, we were gonna stop trying, but, like, we were just kind of taken aback, because, like, our, the first two people we approach, which includes you, instantly we're like yes we'll do it mm-hmm. but then like once we got to the third person who granted was like like comparatively like a way bigger artist like in terms of following but i had talked to him before so well like, oh, he's not he's not that much bigger than destroy boys though and destroy boys still responded at least right right i'm just saying that it was like i think we were just both like taken aback like whoa you know yeah. what I mean? it was just yeah. but you know you just keep going you keep trying yeah. yeah um do you want to do the uh deep dive gabe the deep dive oh yeah so uh actually we had like i should have it still up if i don't then i'm gonna pull it up really quick we were gonna like pull up your instagram page see if you could like explain some photos to us oh my god okay <laughs> yeah hopefully that's not too embarrassing no 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 what? I'm, i need to see what's up <laughs> <laughs> all right hold on let me pull it up really quick i thought i already had it up but apparently i didn't let's see here right here kind of scared <laughs> <laughs> well there was there was there was one specific photo, but I mean, you kind of answered my question already, kind of concerning it. But yeah. like, you didn't like reference the photo, but like, it was it, about the caption. Yeah, it was about the caption. It was. It had to do with like why you feel bored with a certain type of music. Oh, let me see. I don't know what that's from, actually. <laughs> Here, but I'm glad I addressed it to whenever I addressed it. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Let's see here. Uh, Right here. Let's see. Portion of screen. There we go. Then if I do this. All right. Can you guys see this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I think it was. I think it was this one right here. Yeah, you said yeah. I have more fun making the kind of music I make now, and I'm tired of the music I used to make. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is that was that in reference to what you said earlier? Yeah, I think this was it. I was just like, "Damn, I like this way better." <laughs> and like, um, I don't know. I just actually really got bored of dream pop. I like after listening to like a lot of bands, I was like, "Damn, I feel like I could have made this song too." <laughs> <laughs> right yeah oh yeah yeah so like is there like any um uh, is there any artists that like you kind of look up to um i know 
uh, for a huge portion of the time, I looked up to craft spells, and I actually got to talk to him, and, like, he started helping me out, followed me, sh- shouted me out, did all this stuff for me, so I, I think I look up to him a lot, mm-hmm. um, and his name is also Justin, so, like, okay, that's cool, <laughs> and then um, I looked up to Beach Fossils a lot, um, I think currently, um, it's it's kind of hard to say. I just like look up to a lot of like, um, I guess Japanese artists. Like I like the way that they make music. Like um, like there's this one artist that's really underground. Her name is Milky Way, mm. and hers like just style is so raw, and I just love it. And it's like kind of like, just like a high school vibe. And I know that's like, <laughs> like kind of like like my music sometimes too mm-hmm. there's another japanese or i think they're japanese american i'm not sure uh boys age yeah yeah i used to talk to them a lot yeah really oh that's that's yeah. so awesome dude uh mm-hmm. yeah I, I discovered them around the same time i discovered you because i was listening to just like some random indie music and then uh my spotify radio played you and them back to back until i discovered both of you mm-hmm. yeah um so I'm like I worked with a Japanese cassette label and like they helped me on like releasing a couple of like albums. Um they did like alternate like Japanese versions of stuff that's already released. And like their Boys Age was also on the same label at the time. Mm-hmm. And then we talked and like we're gonna collab but I don't know. It never happened. And also like our music's kinda different. Mm-hmm. But yeah. That's pretty cool. Would you um, right. say? Oh, sorry. I just I just said all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell over Zoom. Zoom has that like weird delay. Yeah, yeah. But uh, would you say that like you're I'm a I'm, I'm assuming you're Japanese, Japanese American. Me? Yeah. No, and I'm actually I'm actually a Filipino Native American. Oh, really? Yeah, my girlfriend's Japanese though. Oh, so. okay. Yeah. I was gonna ask you. I was gonna say, like, does does your like culture like have a lot to do with your sound? Um, being Asian American, I think I think that's like kind of like some of my aesthetic. Not trying to do it on purpose, but I <laughs> somewhat show it in like my music. Right. Um. Um. Not maybe not on my Native American side, even though like I'm mm-hmm. proud of it. I just I don't know how to show it. Uh, <laughs> um. But yeah, I think it's a huge part of like some of the ideas I try to convey into music, okay. especially like especially like references to like Asian food sometimes in my music. <laughs> yeah, I um I actually hung out with uh, my grandma today, and uh, well I'm I'm Cur- uh, my dad was Korean, and my entire mm-hmm. like uh, my grandma and all of them are from South Korea. Oh, my cool. dad was born here, mm-hmm. but uh, and she owned a. Uh, she owned a sushi restaurant for a really long time mm-hmm. and so i grew up going there and just chilling like in the lobby of the sushi oh, restaurant waiting for her to get off work and she would take me home but uh i totally get that like i don't really make any art or anything but i'm just so proud of my asian roots and i don't really look the part <laughs> like <laughs> i'll tell people and they'll be like cap you're capping <laughs> and i'll be like here is my dad here is a picture of my father and they'll be like oh Oh, I see it now. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, man. 
Yeah, the uh, the the uh, the ginger hair really um throws uh, <laughs> off the uh, the look. Yeah, but people always confuse me on what I am, and they also feel awkward since like we live in a, in an age nowadays where it's like kind of like it's kind of rude to ask what you are and assume what you are. But I'm I'm perfectly okay with whatever somebody says that I am. Yeah, and I just say nah, I'm actually this. But I've had some crazy like what I look like, like what they think I look like, or, you know, somebody called me that I'm Indonesian. I'm like, oh, I mean, I, I can see that, I can see that. And then other people think I'm, of course, Japanese, Korean. Right. Yeah. They think, they think the reason why my, my, like, uh, my high son with two N's, I think, like, my name's son. Like, like at the last <laughs> name, you think I'm Korean. I'm like, oh, nah. I, I, I didn't go that far. I, <laughs> I didn't think that. Um, I don't remember why you chose Sun. I know the high was because you had a stoner friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, I remember reading the interview that I was doing research for the podcast. I don't remember what the Sun came from though. I think uh, you just yeah. wanted. No, I like you know it. waves, right? Like so. Yeah, I know two- waves with the yeah. two Vs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I wanted two ends. So I was like, okay, I'll do High Sun. There's also another band called Just Sun. So that's where I thought you got it from for a long time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought, I mean, I think that's what some people thought too. But I yeah. just got it from liking the sun. But now I hate it. I like I like the cold weather. It's comfortable. Same here, yeah. It's just yeah. like you get a snuggle in the sheet and sleep and just feel good. You don't, like, whenever it's hot, like, today is really hot so I'm wearing shorts and it's like super uncomfortable and I mostly sit on my chair if I'm not like now I started like working out a lot now but like if if I'm just sitting here it just like sucks (laughs) yeah how are we doing on time Gabe uh we are past 40 minutes at this point but we don't have the time limit anymore oh okay chill never mind yeah I mean we can go as long as we want as long as we do Justin. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. It's cool. Cool. Yeah, I mean, we're not gonna go for like two hours, but <laughs> I mean, I've I've done interviews like in person for like an hour and a half. So okay, Gucci, and I had a plan. Like at least it's not like one time I had an interview like for something that's written, and mm-hmm. I hung out with the person the whole day. I'm not complaining. It's just like it's not like that. <laughs> right. Right. No. <laughs> yeah. 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 We um. Uh, last year i had a podcast and uh brandon came on like i think like once or twice but like we had a time limit of like 25 minutes and Mm. made things really difficult because once you hit that 25 minute mark you just kind of had to end it Mm -hmm. and it was like we would go from like having these deep discussions like talking and then straight to like okay bye and then like it just didn't sound right so. mm-hmm. do we have a time limit on this one Gabe Mm-mm. like no okay I thought because uh zoom our teacher no, well, yeah, no he, but our, manful no he's a uh, he he's fine with 45 minutes I think I think the whole idea is that just in the future like we should have like a consistent time I think that's what okay yeah that's what you're about but yeah, I mean, we're planning on, we're trying to make, like, even even if this is, like, our school podcast, we want to, like, kind of, like, create our own, yeah, like, thing. Yeah, if you post it on, like, YouTube or something, I can, like, send, send a link to everyone. 
Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. That'd be chill. Yeah. We're posting it on um we're posting it on our school's YouTube page. Okay. Uh so yeah, but we're definitely posting it on YouTube. And then um we're both seniors. So after we graduate, we're planning on continuing this into college because it's really interesting and uh it's really fun. This is the first podcast I've ever co hosted mm-hmm. that I haven't been a guest on and uh this is actually our first episode, but I'm already having like so much fun playing <laughs> it out, hitting people up. Um mm-hmm this chat like podcasts are so fun they're such a great way to get deeper into artists and discover new things yeah i mean i did the same exact thing but for um in college actually for music appreciation it's a class i took like a couple semesters ago and it's cool you get to learn a lot about the artist but what i had to do is spend like a whole week with the artist (laughs) i I had to like go to this show and like talk to them i hung out with them at like in their classroom and in uh, Santa Cruz, and then eat with them, and just like make a whole thing about them, like a whole presentation, video. It's cool though. It's my yeah, friend. What? It's my friend Wyatt Smith. He's a part of Slug. He opened up for me a while back too, but he makes his own music now. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, I'm. Uh, I think. Uh, I think our I think our plan is like we wanna we wanna get we don't know what we wanna do yet because like like we do have an idea but it's like uh, our whole like I think me and Brandon's whole debate right now is like whether or not we wanna put like this podcast specifically like this episode on our own personal one or if we wanna like like put it like on both the schools and our own but then we're like oh but then we split the viewership because we get right now we get a lot more traction from our school's website than we do than we would have our own you know so yeah but like if they see it on your school's like oh now the school's lit <laughs> right exactly. <laughs> exactly they know what they know what's up <laughs> yeah no but I, I i think it's i think it's definitely like i don't want to sound like braggadocious of our school or anything but like i definitely think it's like a cool idea for like upcoming artists and stuff to like get featured on one of like a high school's one because it like introduces that artist to that like entire high school and that's high school students now are just so like they're not so much more into like just what's on the radio they're much yeah they're like i mean when i was in high school everybody was like into what's on the radio there's only a few of us but it seems like a lot of high school students like just in the span of like a year or two is like they know what's up they know like yeah everybody has their own youtube channel doing some rit stuff like you know it's just like it's crazy yeah everybody has a streaming services like i'm i'm so surprised actually like when i talk to people and like i find out the music that they're interested in nowadays because like it used to just be like whatever you heard on the radio like i mean back when i was like seven eight nine years old and I mean, I know I was pretty young, but like the only thing you knew was what was on the radio. And then now with streaming services, you're just like so much more able to like explore new artists. Yeah. I mean, I but like when I was like at that age, I think I was exposed to a lot of obscure music because of my dad. Mm-hmm. Like he like mentioned like OMD to me at that time, like New Order. And then we started going into like Jesus Mary Chain and mm-hmm. like cocktail twins all these people i'm like okay 
and then I started getting like on my own and he says I asked him like how did you like find about this music back then and he's like it's, it was even harder because you'd find it through mixtapes of like like DJs or other people and like local radio stations like how like got all these stuff like imported and I was like oh that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> right but, yeah, yeah. I, I had a, um, a friend I think it's a I'm trying to remember the name I think it's Greek Fire but that's mm-hmm. like a that's a St. Louis band that's like, oh yeah I know I've heard of them yeah they like, had that local. song in uh didn't they have a song in Big Hero 6 that Disney movie I think they might have yeah but they're from here but back when they were first starting off I had a friend who like did photography for photography for them here in st louis and they uh they were playing at a, like a local slackers at, do you guys have slackers in california no i don't, I don't know what that is oh okay uh <laughs> slackers is like it's a-, a game shop they usually sell uh mostly like pre-owned games and like oh, okay it's basically just like a GameStop, but it's like thrift uh, GameStop. <laughs> yeah okay, it's, like, it's okay. thrift it's thrift GameStop, and then like they sell like toys and stuff but like the toys are usually like new and in the box Mm -hmm. yeah but like uh yeah they were i think i think it was greek fire but they were like playing at a slackers or something no it wasn't greek fire i'm wrong it was another local st louis band i'm forgetting the name but it wasn't greek fire but he just happened to be like doing photography for them at the slackers and it's just like you don't know where these people are going to end up going Mm -hmm. you know and then by chance you're like you know you're connected to them. Mm-hmm. I did a uh, last year. I did an interview with a um, a music producer, and uh, he ended up selling me his car, <laughs> which is just completely random. That's but, his car. Yeah, the Scion. Yep. That's, Never told me that. Uh, yeah, that's crazy. He uh, his uh, he was really interested in producing this guy. Have you ever heard of a band called Breakup Shoes? No, never heard. Okay, they, they're well. They were touring before COVID hit, but their uh their bassist was a solo artist before he joined the band and was actually opening them before. Oh, okay. Joined That's and cool. then just by some chance, I was working with the producer's wife at the time at the coffee shop, and then I found out he was in a band, and then I was like, oh, crazy. That's cool. So, yeah, I ended up doing an interview with him, and he was, like, making his own, like, he was, like, soldering his own mixers and stuff. Wow. Like, like building them. And it was, That's like, cool. Yeah, it was super neat. He had, like, a whole studio in his basement. It was, like, super cool. That reminds me, do you, like, record sometimes in studios, or is it, like, take place mostly in your room? So, mostly in my room, like, the only stuff I recorded in studios was Misconnections and Hopeless Romantic. Okay. Yeah. That's pretty cool, though. Ooh, that I want to talk about your older stuff. Um, here, wait one second. Let me let me find the album. It's the one with all the pink stuff in the sink. I don't remember the name of it. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I will never uh, learn. Yeah. Uh, let's see what track is it. But you have so many albums and songs. I don't expect you to remember <laughs> it just based off of no, title. I know. But, I know what they're talking. Yeah, I know. So. Um, pull my teeth off that one. That mm-hmm. one's good. It sounds like a lot different. I feel like in your earlier stuff, um, like it sounds like like under like all the same blanket. Like it's all like kind of similar, but like it still sounds way different from project to project. And I think that's like one thing that's always kept me coming back to you is like there's just so much difference like in 
between every project like none, none of them really sound the same mm-hmm. i feel like the only one where it kind of sounded the same was uh from hopeless romantic to misconnections those ones have carry the same vibe yeah. it feels like misconnections is like a part two to hopeless romantic to me mm-hmm. anyways yeah i um kind of wrote them like similarly because like the producer at the time he's like you've succeeded on this one might as well do this one <laughs> i was like okay so but yeah yeah i think i like looking back on it like there's a lot of my music that's out there that's completely different i know um i even like started making metal music when i was like 12 and then like <laughs> yeah I re- oh my god yeah <laughs> i'm trying to think of uh i read the interview about that it's called like toxic pandas or something yeah, like that yeah yeah i i made a cd like i burned it and like even people back then were like what why are you using a cd like i'm like because it's cool like but yeah i i gave everybody at my school like a cd of me playing guitar and like ma- like screaming in the vocals <laughs> is it good no it's like terrible it's like like we're trying to be a black metal but it's just Bad. I'm interested. I would be so interested in a high need a, black metal album. I need to find it, but it was like when I was in middle school. And then I also made, uh, like on Halloween, there was like 30 tracks of me playing guitar, just me playing guitar. And it was like <laughs> Buckethead inspired. And, oh, I was that's like, awesome. and then I dressed up as Buckethead. And then I also gave that to everybody at school. So Did anyone know who Buckethead was? Uh, only my friend who's like into guitar knew it at the time and his dad was like, oh my God, that's so boring. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I, and people like older people knew who he was like when I went to house to house, but yeah. Yeah. Did, uh, did you, so, I mean, I know you said it was a while ago, but has like punk and like metal and like harder music like that kind of like been an influence? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I I liked, I went from, like, My Chemical Romance to, like, Thrash Metal, like, within, like, a couple of months, okay. and then, like, yeah. I started Brandon's to listen. about to geek out. <laughs> oh, my God, dude, I have every MCR album on vinyl. I, yeah. I have the 10-year Black Parade jacket, like, I love MCR, so knowing that you listen to MCR just blew my mind right now. Yeah, no, I, last night I was with my friend on Discord and we played like a rhythm bot and like had MCR playing all night and we're just like, oh my god, remember this? We started sitting, singing to like, thank you for the venom and like... That's my favorite MCR yeah, song, Yeah, I know. I am, I'm geeking, I'm geeking yeah. out so hard right now. Are you, uh, are you a big like emo trinity like fan? Were you into that like whole thing? Um, MCR, Panic of the Disco and Fall Out Boy? I, I like Fallout Boy and MCR. I'm not a big fan of Panic, but okay, yeah. But interesting. Like, yeah, most um, people go for Panic over Fallout Boy. Yeah, but I do not big... like Fallout Boy really. I like their, <laughs> I like uh, from Under the Cork Tree. That's yeah. it though. No, I I was a big Hot Topic kid. I used to buy CDs from Hot Topic, so that was the main inspo back then too. And I was get <laughs> I would always get band shirts from there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, no. And then I have, you know, like, have you heard of the Umbrella Umbrella Academy? Like, the I love you. I am in love right now, dude. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, but like, they. I remember back when my sister's working at this like chocolate shop. Her coworker knew, like, I think I forgot which member he. Like, I think they knew Gerard, and like, okay, they knew Gerard, and then, and I 
my sister gave me this gift one day. I was like, what is this? And then I opened it. It was like a signed copy of like the Umbrella Academy comics. Bro, that's... I was like, what the heck? And now I have like all the issues like back then, like when whenever they were released. And so I'd read it. I'm like, this is this is crazy. I didn't even know like there was these comics out. But then I saw like, aren't they making an adaptation of it? Yeah, there's already two seasons out. It's really yeah, good. yeah. I was like, oh, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're describing you're describing middle school right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is this is literally just me in middle school. <laughs> yeah, this is a, this is like what seventh grade, eighth grade, eighth grade, yeah. Brandon. Yeah, seventh grade. I I listened to like exclusively Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> I don't. I. <laughs> I've had the pleasure of watching Brandon hop between like Snoop Dogg and Wiz Khalifa concerts to <laughs> taking me to Panic at the Disco. <laughs> it's such a leap in genres. <laughs> I I used to like uh, in sophomore year. I used to like um, what was it his name Eric or sweatshirt whatever. Earl sweatshirt. Earl sweatshirt. Earl sweatshirt. My bad. Oh yeah. my god. Earl dude. sweatshirt. Tyler the yep. creator, but I used to like. Tyler's like Tyler's like me and Brandon. And, yeah. Tyler's my favorite. Tyler is my favorite artist of all time. I've got, I've actually got the golf hoodies lined up back here. <laughs> and I, I, I wore. To, yeah, I always wanted to get a golf like wing, like t-shirt and like hoodie, like when it first came out, but then I never got one. And I always thought it was so cool to have one. But then like there at Zoomies now, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, the odd feature stuff. Um, I don't really, I don't really mess with any of the odd feature stuff at Zoomies anymore. It's kind of like fast fashion-y mm-hmm. uh but his golf wing stuff is still designed by him and owned by him so like i still mess with that really hard yeah um, i've been to the store in la oh my god uh, dude is it awesome it's cool it's like super nice there's a, there's like a line there at one time it was mostly to like um advertise their shoes so it was like all like curated around that but it was cool yeah, that, that that reminds me, like, are you, like, I, I mean, when we were doing research on your Instagram page, are you, like, a big, like, fit person? Do you, like... Um, I used to be super, like, there's a time for, like, a year where I spent a lot of money on clothes. Mm-hmm. I was really got into this, like, um, brand, like, that was really big back then, but, like, it was kind of hard to get around me. It was Siberia Hills, and, like, I saw, like... Ian Connor like wear it and I was like oh that's kind of cool and so I got like the sweatpants and I got this um like this thermal like long sleeve and then I got um like this oh, like big sweatshirt mm-hmm. and like all of overall it's like $1,400 Jesus oh, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was like what the heck and yeah. then when I bought from there, I started getting this connection from this guy, like, when things are going to come in. Sadly, that store is closed now. It used to be called uh, Jeffrey. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they had their own store in New York and then somewhere else. But, yeah, I, and then I spent, like, a lot of money on Burberry for a time. Heck yes, dude. I got the, <laughs> I got the uh, Burberry denim jacket sitting in the closet right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I, I, one time, like, the only off-fire product that I had was these, like, really short shorts. <laughs> they're athletic fit and uh-huh. i was like these are kind of cool and i paid 300 dollars for them and then i ended up selling it i sold a lot of my stuff though i only have a couple i think i kept on just like the, the mason margella and like um apc stuff and like my Siberia hill collection 
Yeah. Yeah, Marjola is definitely cool. APC is pretty cool too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I've gotten a lot into thrifting lately. Or well, we have a we have a shop here. I don't. I I assume you guys probably have like a lot of curated vintage shops out in California. Yeah, I used to. Yeah, I used to work like at this coffee shop, but next door was like uh, this called Wasteland Apparel, and mm-hmm. it was like all thrifted stuff or like traded, but it was all designer. Mm-hmm. Like everything there was designer, so I'd like buy stuff from there, and because I have like a fifteen percent discount because I work on the same block. Right. Yeah. So we the, have, we have something similar. Uh, in so we live on the outskirts of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Like whenever we want to go and do like the city and stuff, there's a, there's a shop. I know Brandon keeps meaning to go there. I've been there a couple of times, but it's called reset. It's called reset St. Louis. And it's pretty much exactly what you said. They they just have like a bunch of like Supreme and babe and like, a, like easy, but a lot of what they have on their shelves is just like vintage t-shirts and stuff. And it's like where I go now, like if I want like t-shirts and stuff. So yeah, the the place I like went to like didn't have like Supreme and that stuff. It's more like like the really like high end stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Supreme and Vape are more streetwear, but yeah. and then, like it's like Gucci and like Louis like stuff. like right. not even like Louis or Gucci. It's more like that more like 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 super like poor like niche stuff. like niche ones. Yeah, like oh, like, yeah. like Alix or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Alix or maybe like um. Like a couple of like Japanese brands, I forgot which the big one. Like Visvim stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, dude, those are so expensive. They I was are. Like, I was like, why? I know. I wanted to get like the Visvim moccasin shoes, like, uh-huh. like Kanye had, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. probably like I don't know, maybe like a hundred fifty. Like log on there, it's like these are like two thousand. I'm like, um, <laughs> it's, it's just crazy how much I I get like people buying like are spending a lot of money on like clothes, but when I when it comes to shoes, I'm like god these people have suit collections and they're like crazy like like it's like four dollars for a pair of shoes like i shouldn't talk because my 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 girlfriend bought me like these adidas like oswegos like mm-hmm. um oh yeah i've heard of those yeah like they're like 300 something dollars and i'm like what the heck <laughs> yeah i have i have a pair of yeezys they're 300 i i rarely wear them because i'm so afraid of messing them up yeah, I um, messed mine up. So <laughs> I got, uh, I have like thirteen pairs of shoes. Most of them are Vans and Converse, but I mean, most of my Converse are the Gulf of Floors that Tyler has, and I'm not really afraid of messing those up because those are only like ninety. Yeah, they're like, affordable for shoes yeah. nowadays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think the most expensive thing I have. Uh, you familiar with Helmet Lang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a pair of like Helmet Lang like skinny jeans and they're i got them on sale for like 100 but like if it wasn't on sale the retail is like 394 and i'm like i remember when you bought those yeah i'm like excited i need to get i need to get them hemmed because they're like too long but like i'm still like like you guys said i'm like scared to like wear it out because like i'm gonna like drop something i know i'm gonna like spill food on myself or like (laughs) like spill like spill a drink on myself and then like it's just down the drain. What was that? Um, there's like this one um, big fashion. Like it was, he works on Kanye stuff. He also was a Louis Vuitton guy. Oh, Virgil. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, Virgil. Yeah. Okay. He runs. Uh, he has Off White. That's his brand. Okay, but uh, what was that? 
It was oh never mind. It was it was Heron Preston. Oh Heron Preston, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Carhartt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually have a piece, and I was buying it for a photo shoot, mm. and it's like six hundred dollars for this long sleeve. <laughs> I don't even want to. I haven't worn it since a photo shoot. I'm like, I can't wear this. This is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah is, is is it the one that has like the like the bird on it like the yeah hand? yeah yes, I know exactly I was like i was like what the hell? and i had to like pre-order and uh, like not pre-order i had to put in like a like a whole like like fulfillment thing online because <laughs> i didn't know if they had it right like they made it like a super big thing when i went there and like had to wait there for like 15 minutes to get it from their like safe i'm like okay cool <laughs> oh my god yeah that's rough yeah but i i like i think um what's worth it that i've been like i like i've been getting interested in was like there's this thing like aliexpress i buy yes. like clothes from there like if it's like shorts or like bottoms uh-huh. i think it's really worth it because like i don't know the chinese and like Japanese aesthetic they have on there and I'm like mm-hmm. oh my god dude I bought like these purple like track pants that are like hella sick mm-hmm. and then I bought like a hoodie there I was like okay I don't care if people think it's from AliExpress but it looks cool <laughs> right no yeah. yeah I think I think that's definitely the goal aesthetic over brand mm-hmm. I think that's what it's yeah yeah. yeah um I'm kind of that way uh there's this company from I don't remember if they started in the 80s or the 90s but they were really big and then they stopped making them because they stopped because they were like a fad uh they're called skids they're like really baggy and they're so comfortable dude and uh, they brought them back and the pants are still pretty expensive it's still like 60 bucks a pair but um I buy them and they're I have so many pairs I have like six or seven pairs now so I have like one for like every day of the week mm. and dude, they're so cool. They have like uh they do these prints on uh Japanese fabric for some of their releases and uh, they're, they'll be like Japanese themed. Like I'm wearing like these like sun pants right now. I don't know how to describe the pattern here. Let me see if I can like yeah. lower my well, camera. <laughs> Let me lower my camera and not here. Okay. Like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's, That's a nice cool. crotch shot right there. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, God. All right, there we go. That camera angle is everything. <laughs> uh, it, it gets crazy sometimes, I know, man. <laughs> like, uh, you guys, do you guys use Discord? Yeah. I yeah, do I, that sometimes. I use it to play games with my friends, and it's, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. No. Wild. You ever play Among Us? That's really big right now. You ever play? Among uh, I know. I don't. I never played it since I'm like into competitive Counter Strike. So I like. I tried to get into Counter Strike like in middle school, and I was so bad at it. I was so yeah. horrifically bad at it. Yeah, people don't know, but like I'm like seriously into like Counter Strike, and I'm like into the scene where like. This is like a separate client called ESCA, and like I compete in like that league, and like I'm at at this level called advanced. People don't know what that means, but it goes like one league is open, one league is intermediate, then it goes main, and then it goes to advanced, and then MDL, and MDL is Mountain Dew League, and that's sponsored like by Mountain Dew, and like each season, like you make a certain amount of money if you get into playoffs or whatever, but like mm-hmm. it's 
it's kind of like a big deal like to be in advance so I'm like when I think about hey I'm like in advance and I also make music that's kind of cool <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah you just hit you just hit in every industry <laughs> I, I mean it's just like I love video games I used to play when I was a kid so mm-hmm. I will I wish I don't wish but like I want to make money from video games but it's completely like super hard because mm-hmm. it's like such yeah. like I, gotta, I don't know yeah and, I gotta like, I got a friend that just got a scholarship for it, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I know my friend did too. It's just like, what the heck? Yeah, he's a he's he does competitive Call of Duty. Yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. and he, he's just insane. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I actually. Oh, sorry. You go. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I I used to stream on Twitch a lot, and like oh, I okay. would play CS, and like I made money from that. But um. Sometimes I like I I know I like waste a lot of time on Counter Strike if I can be making a lot more music, but um, I don't know I'm, I feel like I I'm more hopeful in like games for some reason now. But I I started making music again and I'm like man I should have used this time to like you know make more music and, like mm-hmm. I'm so I'm like broken like I sh- I I, I kind of regret playing a lot of video games but you know I mean as long as you had fun that's all i I mean i do continue to still have fun like it's just like ah it's like it's like i'm broken because i want to keep playing but i know it's just like right but like it's so it's all about it's just like crack (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you have like you have i'm sorry gabe you have like um you have like 30 something releases right like under your belt right now yeah that's insane like that's more than most artists put out over like decades I, like like most like, like big artists of, it's because some of the reasons i did like i would do them in a day and then like i would just release it so that's like my whole like before what i used to do and like or just like completely like three songs a day like that's when i just like lived and breathed music and like just after school i just like spent all my time on it hey i mean yeah like, that day-to-day stuff that's like that's what got a lot of people very big though so yeah but i don't know like i see all these like i've been told like my like by like record labels that i should like be more like social with like the internet and like try to put more content out like make a youtube blah 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 like and like be super weighted with like the trends like tiktok i'm like dude i just want to chill i want to be laid back i want to be like (laughs) I want to be like Mount Erie, man. Like I want to be like the microphones where just he's just like down to chill. Like don't doesn't post that much. He just makes his stuff, works on his craft, and then yeah. Other so like other record labels like do they have a lot to do with like trying to like or did they have a lot to do with like trying to like control your public image? Uh, and the recent one, which I didn't really. I can't, I mean, I don't, never mind, I shouldn't finish that thought, but like, <laughs> yeah. the, the most recent one, like, they tried to get me to do a lot of stuff, and I should have done this, and it came out of my money, too, but then, mm-hmm. it kind of, like, I just didn't really see a difference, and, like, I, myself, like, um, I don't know, I just... I'm actually laughing at Brandon's picture right now, but <laughs> I know. <It's laughs> oh, sorry, I was I was responding to a text message. Yeah, no, but I don't know. It's just some of the stuff they were doing wasn't really what I wanted, so that's why I'm independent now. 
got you. you... I, I, I still got money and like I think I benefited a lot from it, but just not like something that I would look to like for a future endeavor. Yeah. So how does like your like music uh career like differ from being independent to being under a record label? Uh it's a big difference where like I can release stuff whenever I want and like just okay. be super like have my own deadlines and like I would always be anxious to release something but they're like hey we need to do this we need to do this like what's when it, I I like appreciated punk time like putting my name out there and doing all that stuff and like mm-hmm. I just couldn't release that sometimes and like I have a, I have a contract with them like that's the only like besides the one I room recently and like this mm-hmm. is the only like contract I have that is like a big deal because um but I already fulfilled all my ends of it it's just now it's like the time where we finally I'm really happy because we finally hit the time where like it all profit now like, right. after all like three years of waiting like I'm finally every month I'm gonna be getting like a check from them which is cool like every three months I'm gonna be getting checks so I'm like that's I'm so happy like but now since I'm not with them like for releases it's like I have like a lot of weight off my chest where I can just do whatever I want mm-hmm. and um I feel like also like writing like like the actual writing when I'm like not with the labels like I experiment more oh I got you yeah are they not like very big into like experimentation uh was it they, like they want one label that wanted like your numbers are great on this one so you should do this sound I'm like uh I kind of wanted to experiment with this, right. but like also the reason why Tear Pop came out mm-hmm. was actually because my the the label I was like, you should I I'm going to get you all these artists to work with and we're gonna you're gonna make a, like a this kind of sound like it's really in like I know you're like like Cold Heart like you like that stuff like so if you're into that like you should do this mm-hmm. and like we'll help like pay we'll pay you and like pay the like people that you're collabing with and I'm like yeah i'm down like i guess so so i mean i know brandon he said you like that like one song Romeo and julia and it's just birthed from like like our label saying i should do this <laughs> oh man that that changed my whole perspective dude i thought that's crazy i would have never thought that i would always thought that like um you just released whoever you wanted to release i didn't think uh I mean, I know the music industry is, like, kind of horrible sometimes, too. So, like, not saying that, like, that whole experience is horrible. I don't want to speak for you. But, like, I know, like, a lot of artists are, like, starting to speak out now. Like, Kanye and, like, he whipped it out and peed on his Grammy on Twitter. <laughs> so, like, I know there's, like, a lot of backlash against the music industry right now. So, I, I never really thought about that side of it of, like, oh, well, the label is making me do this. The label is making me do that. Well, it was, like, it was, like, um... Like I, I experimented on like the the called art song alone. Like I want that was like something that I wanted her to do. Yeah, because that came out like way before. Uh, yeah, that came out like almost a year before. Yeah, J-pop. and then I made like a whole like like I was going some like through something like and I made a small EP. And I remember that one. It's yeah, the one with like the bleeding skull on it. Yeah. It's not on Spotify anymore, right? Yeah, I, because that that one and then the one EP before that, that like were actually like one I wanted to experiment with, but it had more like still like bedroom vibes to it. Was, yeah, scratching skin is a uh, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> scratching skin's a really good song too. I love that. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So like that, those two releases were out of like pure like wanting to, 
So, so what the label did was they convinced me to give like the rights to them for the Cold Art song and then like also build upon that like add some of the songs from the old releases and delete it off my Spotify and then put it on the same tier pop album and so like there's a whole like some songs are old some songs are new and the new ones you can definitely hear like they're super like produced like Losing Team and like some of like the other rap tracks but yeah so like on those uh, you just said like they sound really produced you said yeah yeah so like do you prefer then that like raw sound i i mean i think like the whole essence of it was like it felt unnatural mm-hmm. like it could be it could be super produced but still f- like have that initial feeling of what you're trying to get across right but uh like something like i'm working on right now it's like uh, my current release, like I'm working on something that like the vocals are very like cleaner, mm-hmm. but they, they, they still carry that like same vibe I'm trying to get to you. And then mm-hmm. I think it's okay to be produced, but you just like can't like lose that charm that you have. Right. Yeah. No, I, I, I get that. It's got, it's still got to feel like high sun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Yeah, man, that's, you've got a, <laughs> you've got a lot of stuff under your belt. Yeah. Do, do you see, like, what, I guess, I guess, like, what, what do you, like, hope for the future in terms of your music career? Um, I don't know, but I kind of want to just, I always want to be that artist that people know of, but, like, is not too big, but as, mm-hmm. like, a like I guess it's like a part of like the first like scene of like bedroom pop band camp vibes. I got you. Yeah. Like, but um, I don't know. I just I I don't really care about being super big, but I kind of care about being a little bit known as like a. a name right. You want to be like you want to be like Mac DeMarco, just kind of. Like, yeah, right? but like, but not Mac like Mac DeMarco is still really known though. More like yeah, yeah. Kinda, but you get what I mean. Like he's he's there. And he's like not there, you know. Yeah, maybe like uh um, like the garden. The garden. No, no, no. I think I think Wild Nothing's a good example. Okay. Right. So like so like still be like low key, but also like mm-hmm. you know, I I, I I have to still like finish school, like college mm-hmm. and everything. And I'd, I'm in marketing, so I don't know if I'm gonna like pull like my whole life into like music but i will always keep doing it as like a passion and hopefully i'm just like praying on like i'll hit like one of my releases will hit something right. like uh, some of the releases i'm kind of like man i don't know they should have gotten way more plays than of another release mm-hmm. i kind of like i kind of like get discouraged sometimes but right it's like i don't know i think at my height there's like a point where i like 80,000 monthly listeners now I'm at like 40. I remember that yeah I, I remember that because I remember one month you were at 80,000 I was like finally <laughs> he's like I'm so proud right now finally and I came back like a few months later and it was way lower and I was like how can you just like listen <laughs> to this and then not keep listening to it yeah yeah no it's I don't know I think I I, I think my dad was telling me I like released way so like too much for people to catch up with a lot of things so like that may be something, but I just I don't know. It's just I'm kind of going with the flow. Also, I don't really like 
exert myself like too much I just like keep like my music and then release and hey like it released and I don't like have any like I used to like have people like do like plug me and like have media stuff but I'm like really like I seem to focus on the music mm. yeah no yeah I think it's just I mean you just gotta hit one I think that's the goal right yeah I mean it's like everybody call like I got comments like that's the ramen waitress fan and I'm like God. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I don't know. I don't know why people know me for that song. I think there's way, like, more songs yeah. than that. Especially if you look on the same release, I think, like... Holding you, Hands. Yeah, Holding Hands, I think. Holding Hands is, like... I mean, well, Freshman Year is my definitive high song song. But, like, if I had to choose one, like, off that, like, from that era, that, like, definitive for not just me, but, like, for everybody, I would choose Holding Hands. I feel like that's the best one off that record. Yeah, I I actually like um, Good Evening on that because like. Oh my God, Good Evening's so good too. Yeah, and it's fun to play um, live. So. Yeah. So oh that that reminds me I can't believe I'm like blanking on that. Um, when you play live, so like, how does that usually go? Like, do you tend to do like I I know some artists like kind of like recreate their music live. Uh, so yeah, yeah. So like my music live probably like. Of course, it's like all like we there's two guitars and like one bass and like a drummer, mm-hmm. and I just teach them the songs. We all like usually some of my songs don't even have bass, so um, my bassist makes like a hook for it, and so we try to recreate it. But usually, it's, I heard it's usually faster, mm-hmm. so some of my songs could be faster live than the ones like in like my on my like Spotify or something, I like. Guess. Yeah, like, um, what a joke on Flower Funer is way faster and more punky and live than what's on the release. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's how that's how Beach Goons was when we saw them. Yeah. It, it was like, you listen to their, like, actual album, and it's like, oh, this is like, oh, no, it, w- it, was, it, was, it was Beach Goons and Swimmers, but we, like, listened to their albums, and we were like, whoa, this does not, like, we were like, there's no way this is going to be, like, a very mosh pity concert. And then we get there, and then it's like, oh, people are, like, throwing... I almost hands. broke my glasses. <laughs> yeah, people are throwing hands in the pit. And then we're like, oh, wow, this doesn't... Like, it sounds like the album, but it doesn't. Like, mm-hmm. this is much more high energy than I would have expected. Yeah, I miss playing shows. Mm-hmm. Does, your, uh, does your crowd generally get hyped like that? Yeah, there's like it's crazy when like there's like this at uh, two thousand when I was fifteen or like sixteen, mm-hmm. um, first tour in LA played a played a house show, people were like jumping off the roof and like people were like on a freaking like like brick wall jumping off the guy, <laughs> drinking having beer in their one hand. And I was sixteen. And I'm like, what the heck's happening? And like <laughs> when there's moshing and like okay, love you, bye, like. Mm-hmm. somebody like there's a big mosh and he's like look there's a lot of girls in front and they all push them over and like <laughs> the my mic fell and then like people were almost gonna like break the monitor that's like dude this is crazy but, right have you had people with, like jump on stage with you guys uh i think when it was like uh like a house show they just get next to us but i didn't never like nobody ha- ever had like the balls to like Oh, I get you. Yeah, I, I I tend to go to a lot of like punk concerts and like 
especially metal concerts and like people just go nuts they'll get up there and then yeah and then the band members will start like beating the crap out of them and like then they'll like throw them into the crowd like yeah like physically and it's like especially with the power violence community it's kind of the what power violence is like a type of punk genre oh okay i yeah see i'm into like uh like turnstile oh yeah yeah okay and like a a knocked loose and all even jesus peace and like the people at those concerts are just they're scary man (laughs) okay so there is this one concert like so i like the the genre i'm talking about was like there's this band called weekend nachos and like acxdc and like those are like the more hardcore like shows and like so fast like 30 second songs but like there was one show i went to and it was on the beach it was like super diy and this this freaking person started just like it's in the crowd the started just like swing like a like a chain around (laughs) and i was like dude you're gonna hit one of us and people were like into it and like <laughs> you are like, get crazy, man. Like, just, no, yeah. Uh, I, <laughs> I understand that. Uh, I you familiar with a uh, Chelsea Grin? I know them. Yeah. Yeah, I I went to their concert and people there are just like throwing actual punches. Yeah. Like it's not like normal. It's not like just. It's no longer just like oh we're like gonna be shoving each other and stuff. Now mm-hmm. it's like. I'm having to like body people <laughs> to, yeah, like to avoid yeah. getting hurt. I mean, I I wish there's a one band I wish I saw like that during a time a specific time would be like Bring Me the Horizon. Oh, I saw them. I saw them. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw yeah. them at the I saw them at the pageant, which is down in the city here. But uh, they're they're it depends on the song, and yeah. depending on the song, you'll have different people in the crowd doing different things. <laughs> So usually if it was stuff from like uh what was it? What's the album with happy song on it? Uh I have no idea. Uh, I can look it up. I have Spotify pulled up right now. Okay. It, it it doesn't matter, but like their older stuff, you'd have people like getting more violent in the pit, and then like with their newer stuff, you would have like like people that were barely moshing to it. Yeah, no, like their first two albums were my favorite suicide season and count your blessings yeah those th- that was like the way for me and i was like like uh-huh. the lyrics that were so vulgar like oh my god like this yeah is- yeah uh no i was always a big uh, sepaternal mm-hmm. fan which was their album right after um uh, count your blessings yeah i i have like a promo copy like from like a record store like usually went to back then Mm-hmm. And I, I love I used to love these guys but yeah they've they've fallen off a little bit for sure yeah they feel, they feel very I'm a sellout mm-hmm. I, don't know. I don't know happy song is on that's the spirit by the way it's on yeah. the umbrella that's the spirit yeah anything they played off that's the spirit nobody was like really going hard to mm-hmm. but yeah but that's <laughs> that's the tea man <laughs> big tea Alrighty. Um, what is the time now? It's it's almost ten PM for us. It's seven thirty-seven here. Jeez, it's <laughs> God, it's early for you. Yeah, I usually go to bed around like at one. So I'm probably just gonna like after this probably gonna just like make more coffee and like play the games. Yeah, man. <laughs> I f- I finished three new songs, so 
I I have to wait for my like the guy I'm working with on this release. He's sending me three more like backing tracks. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've been having fun releasing EPs. I think some people don't listen to the whole album. Mm-hmm. Like people that aren't hardcore fans don't listen to the whole album. So I'm like, maybe I can just catch your attention with like an EP release. Okay, like releasing like. <clears throat> Yeah, like I think like this track, this EP might be like seven tracks long or six tracks, but so far there are three songs I'm really enjoying. He sent mm-hmm. me like he sent me like like three other backing tracks, like, but I could not vibe with it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I've been I just waiting for him to respond. But yeah, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I mean I think we, I think we've been doing this for this podcast now for about like. Easily like an hour twenty, hour thirty, right, Brandon? Yeah, we might we might have to cut some of those down a little bit. Yeah, we we'll probably have to. Uh... Yeah, maybe just the banter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, actually, the, um, I like the banter, the banter, the banter works for it. Makes it sound natural. Yeah. All right. Well, I think. Um, I think we can. So I think I think we'll call it. But first, would you like to plug anything? Yeah. Socials. Uh, Anything my, like that? My Instagram's a big part of me, so I just high sunbend. Okay. On Instagram. Um just like just be be happy guys. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I don't I don't know. Like it's any, words, any words of advice for yeah, just, up and comers? Uh if you have a like a hobby or pastime, which I like really recommend try to make it your career especially when you're like at the ages from 15 to 18 because that's like your golden ticket to like become something you like when I was 18 like that was when I was like prospering and like what I benefited from most I made some mistakes like with like money so like I of course like I learned from that I think when you make a certain amount of money at a young age you need to be actually responsible about it (laughs) and uh have fun with it um don't be afraid to put yourself out there i guess all right so i think uh i think what we're gonna do is uh we'll definitely plug your instagram in the con in the like description section and then we'll also be sure to like uh link all of your music pages yeah it's like spotify or something because our uh our we're gonna put this on the instagram tv section of our school in We have, I th- we get a pretty good viewer count on, we get a pretty good viewer count on there. So Dope. we'll probably make some sort of promo for this and include your tags for that. Is, is your yep. school super like, like in with the time? Yes. Like At least it, for, so our, our high school, which we, it, our newspapers, our like newspaper class it, or like journalism class is under a program called Publications. Mm-hmm. our school is like nationally ranked oh that's cool yeah like uh last year i didn't win it but the last guy that won it was tom jameson he won like best student podcast in the nation wow yeah so like is it a, are you guys a, a public school yeah okay yeah i i, I like it's crazy to hear about that because i went to like Oh, all boys private high school and then we weren't even like nationally ranked on that kind of deal i was like wow my like newspaper was like not really like popping 
like my publication's whole thing not really popping and like you guys are just like yeah that's crazy we have we have like sections to it so like um we're part of so each hour is like broken into a staff so that's like like, yeah that's like a college radio yeah so like we're at like you could technically consider as like a media production company but um like me and brandon are both part of the video hour Mm. and or like and i guess if you're part of our program you would call it video staff that's cool but then like there's also other staffs with other hours so like there's a newspaper hour there's a yearbook hour Mm. and then there's like a photo yeah there's a photo hour there's a web hour but it's all like one conglomerate and we all like each hour slash staff kind of helps each other and they're linked in some way that's cool yeah are there any musicians in your school that are pretty popping <laughs> we, uh, they're not we, we, we have um we have a rapper his name is <laughs> ztg um he's pretty good yeah he's he's all right. he's a uh, um I like I like some of his music. Uh, of, he's he's really into, like he's really into it. Like he wants to do that like for his career. Like he's he's really into it. It's really it's really inspiring. It's really good. Yeah, he has a lot of uh, he has a he I think he has two, two or three whole album releases, right? So yeah, and then he, but I I think his, I think his concern is like I I think he has trouble getting traction sometimes and like yeah, yeah it's hard getting like yeah exposure i don't know how people do it nowadays because when i used to do it, i used to like post my music on like Bandcamp and then put it on 4chan music section oh really they, yeah that's how i got a lot of popularity mm-hmm. and then i would do that like i usually i heard 4chan was a bunch of trolls but this like i was the only person on there that like wasn't getting trolled so mm-hmm. People started like appreciating that, and like, yeah. then I just started like releasing a lot, and then people started like listening in. Then I linked mm-hmm. my Instagram, and then boom, boom. Like I don't know how like it works nowadays, where you how you get somewhere because there's so many outlets, but I feel like some outlets are just not as reliable as before. Yeah, I think a lot of the people at our school that like attempt to make music, they don't really think about the like marketing yourself kind of side yeah like they have this whole idea that oh if i put it on youtube if i put it on spotify it's gonna get something right and it it just doesn't work that way yeah um i feel like somebody told me the other day it was like you should be a like get into tiktok i'm like i mean my music is on tiktok but i'm not gonna tell people hey my music on tiktok they can just find it <laughs> right yeah yeah it's just but yeah they always they always release their stuff on like soundcloud or like they put it on Spotify and then, but they expect people to just listen. Yeah. But that's not like the way people discover stuff. You got to like promote it in some way. And yeah, I, I guess they post it on their Instagram, but they don't, they don't really have a big enough following to get anything from it. Yeah. And like so, yeah. They don't think about, they don't think about, re- I don't, I feel like they don't think about reaching out to other people. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Like, I did that, like, when I was younger. When, yeah. like, like, first started out, and I worked a lot on that, like, till like, I was 17. And then, then stuff started, like, coming for me. And, like, like uh, people started helping out. And, like, I feel like I'm comfortable at the point where I don't need to, like, do that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. since I'm lucky enough to, like, just have these set of people, like, Brandon, like, listen to my music. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Right. It's nice to hear a voice out of what I saw from you, Brandon. Like, I always see your pictures and, like, I know yeah. what you sound like, but it's it's cool. <laughs> it's nice to hear you actually talk. I've only ever heard you sing. I don't think I've ever heard you, like, speak. Yeah, and if I speak, it's kind of like sometimes I have videos of me, like, screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or being weird. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. It is now well, 9.46. It's probably a good idea that we wrap up. What time do you guys usually go to bed? Probably, like... I usually go to bed around midnight, but, like... Yeah. Yeah. 12, 12. Uh, this was... This was really good. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. No, no worries, man. Like, it's it's a pleasure. It's like have fun with it. It's like a good. I, I I didn't like feel like I wasted any time. I feel like it was just like fun for me. Really? Yeah, it was fun for us too. Yeah, we we love this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, whenever we have a chance to talk to, like, somebody we like look up to, it's like it's it it feels good. Like it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not even that. I don't feel like I'm in like a position of that. I think I just like, especially with COVID, I feel like it's nice talking to people, mm-hmm. and like I don't know, it's chill. It's like a right. chill environment. Yeah, this will yeah. this will probably look when we when we actually release this, like on the YouTube in like school stuff, mm-hmm. and then when we put it's gonna look different than this. Yeah, like, for sure. We'll we'll have put like production value to it, and we'll like clean it up real nice and. Yeah. yeah, it'll look good. Oh, uh, one more question. Is, is there a specific song you would like us to, I guess? Uh, to put on, like, a, the, the like the video? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll, leave it have it as like a... we'll leave it to Brandon, honestly. Because okay, you know, leave it to me? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, then, I think. Okay, well. When this outro plays out, I'm going to play you guys a snippet of freshman year. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, Brandon. Yeah. What if what if yeah. we just made it the outro music, like when we produ- when we go in and edit it? Yeah, no, that's what I was... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to yeah, was... over the speaker. I was like, wait a minute. No, oh my God, dude. That's horrible. No, I, I was, was like, going to... I was like, no, I was just saying the outro will be freshman year. Yeah. All righty. All right. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us, Justin. All right. All right. Tune in next time to Keeping It Low Key, where we always hit the high notes. Yeah. Next uh, next time we will be um, uh, keeping it low key with the American Poetry Club. So stay tuned. Oh, wait, what? That's cool. (laughs) Oh, you know them? You know them? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, They're our our next interview. That's dope. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm excited to watch that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're excited <laughs> to make it. <laughs> but yeah. Alrighty. Um, tune in next time and we will see you all later. Thank you so much for joining us.